No problem, Lothar. Glad to join the program. Thanks for having me. Okay, so here's the deal. New Jersey, the last 10, 6-3-1 after a difficult start. The Oilers are 7-3-0 and in their last 10 after a difficult start. And I feel like the both teams feel like they've got catching up to do right away. And both of them have enough problems that I'm not sure going in how to expect this to turn out. I, I think there might be a lot of goals, but I'm not sure because both of them have had a hard time scoring goals this year. Yeah, I think you just about summed it up there. It's I mean, these are two teams that seem to be on an even plank right now. Uh, obviously, the Devils and Oilers had a lot of expectations entering this season. I know uh, there were several pundits out there that maybe had the Devils going at least to the conference final this year. Same for the Edmonton Oilers. So here we are, right? It's uh, The bar was raised last season for the Devils after qualifying for the playoffs first time since 2018, advanced to the second round for the first time since 2012. And I just remember, you know, uh, Tom Fitzgerald, the general manager, telling us at the at the start of this season that you know it's uh, you know it's all systems go now. It's go time for this team, but they're not in a playoff spot. And the Flyers, Islanders, and Capitals are ahead of them in the standings. Three teams I think no one thought would be ahead of them at this point after what tra- transpired last season. So um, I think a lot of people expected at least similar type performances. But it's taken a, a longer to adjust, at least from the Devils' standpoint, Alan. From you know, when you look at Damon Severson, uh, gone, and Ryan Graves, two players that maybe you didn't think too much about because Fitzgerald, I thought, did a nice job in the offseason bringing in some of these players to, to maybe fill out the roster a little bit. But they played big minutes, blocked shots, did those little things that you need on the back end. And as you mentioned earlier, I mean, defensively, the Devils have struggled this year, and, and goaltending has been an issue. Uh, the 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 best deal I thought of summer was getting Tyler Toffoli and Jack Hughes and Toffoli to me were going to be magic. In almost three hundred minutes, they have a forty eight percent goal share, which is not terrible five on five. Mm. But I think the expectation was that that no matter who played with them or if they played together, there'd be success. It's been kind of slow moving, and we know injuries are an issue there too. But is it starting to come around for them? It is in, in some ways. Offensively, I really don't have any issues offensively. I know Lindy Ruff Alan, has been stressing puck management and decisions with the puck. That's been a major problem with the Devils this year. At least once a week, we're hearing him say that, whether it be uh, on an off-day practice, pregame skate, after, you know, post-game. Yes, their power play is tied for the league league with the Rangers. It's, it's, it's been fantastic. Uh, but ninth fewest goals scored five on five and 24th in the league in the NHL on, on, on the power play, uh, excuse me, the penalty kill. So yeah, defensively, there's been some major breakdowns here and there. And I think that's, what's led. And, and I would, I would imagine it's been the same for the Oilers where you have these peaks and valleys, um, not just game to game, but in game, uh, for the devils earlier on the season two, you know, slow starts, um, were a big Achilles heel for them. Uh, they would get down one, two, nothing. Find their, you know, have to claw their way back into games, and they're in comeback mode for most of the games this season. They haven't played well for whatever reason on home ice. They've done a lot better on the road, um, and maybe that has something to do with trying to entertain and and really push the pace when you're on home ice. We've seen that happen before with uh, some very skilled teams. 
But, yeah, much like the Oilers, where they have a Connor McDavid, a standout star, an elite player in this league, the Devils have a Jack Hughes, an elite star, all-star in this league. Um, offensively, they're pushing the pace, trying to get it done. But defensively, it, it, there's just been a struggle there to, to, to you know, to, to pick up wins when you need them. Heischer line is the, the, the number one unit. The, I mean, I know the, the, the goal share is there. Uh, different, obviously kinder player than Hughes. But is that the going in, is that the, the line that, that uh, New Jersey counts on and relies on? Yeah, uh, Nico Heischer, heart and soul of this team, no doubt about it. Uh, uh, heart on the sleeve. He's the center of the top line right now. You, uh, Oiler fans will probably see him uh, on a line with Andre Palat and, and Jesper Bratt tonight. Jack Hughes is, was lined up with Eric Halla and Tyler Toffoli uh, on the second line during pregame uh, the skates this morning. So, you know, they're deep down the middle. You know, you got Heischer, you got Hughes, you got Dawson Mercer. Michael McLeod has been a face-off uh, demon this year. I, I believe he's, if he's not leading the league, he's got to be top three, top two uh, in the league. And Curtis Lazar has played really well. Nathan Bashan has provided some some physicality on that uh, on that fourth line. Alexander Holtz is coming to his own this year. I believe he has uh, seven or eight goals this season, so he's coming around finally. The Devils wanted to see what he was able to bring, and he's been a steady uh, a steady contributor to the to the lineup here on offense. Timo Meyer struggled a little bit. He was he was uh, demoted to the third line last game in the overtime loss to the Flyers, Allen on on Tuesday. Uh, one of the things that Lindy Ruff stressed, and and Meyer, uh, you know, obviously comes in for the big goals, right? He's a goal scorer, was a goal scorer at San Jose. That's why they brought him over here. But he's also that big body uh, that gets to the <clears> tough <throat> areas of the ice, gets to the middle and in front. Um, Ever since he uh, came back from his injury, uh, he's been pointless in nine straight games. So that's been an issue. And we, we, we asked uh, Lindy Ruff about it uh, uh, yesterday, in fact. And, you know, he did say that, uh, you know, ever since he came back from the injury, he hasn't quite been the same type player. And the injury had something, to, you know, something to do with the lower body. And we think it might have been the ankles or the foot or something along those lines because he says – the injury, did, the injury that he had did affect the way he was skating and the way he was moving on the ice. So he's just got to work his way out of that. So, um, yeah, but to answer your question, yeah, Nico, he's the heart and soul of this team, and he'll be on that top line tonight. So I know Dougie Hamilton's injury is interesting because if he's gone for the regular season, then there's a ton of cap room. Uh, how certain do you think New Jersey is about Hamilton's injury in return? And do you see them as being big players between now and the deadline because of that? Yeah, that that's a tough one. The, the Hamilton, obviously one of the one of the premier offensive defensemen uh, in this league, to to lose him uh, at an inopportune time. Obviously, when the Devils were kind of trying to get out of the funk and get some points and put some winning streaks together. Um, but fact of the matter is, uh, there's no timetable. Uh, Ruff told us yesterday. No timetable. He doesn't have any for, for Hamilton's return. So that leads us to believe that we could be, this could be a long-term situation here. Um, so, I mean, you bring, you, you know, Shimon Nemitz has, was recalled from Utica. He's doing a decent job, but obviously he's a teenage player playing in a, uh, you know, an unforgiving position. If you make, you know, one little weakness or show one little weakness or mistake along the back end, he's paired with Jonas Siegenthaler. Uh, tonight, uh, and Luke Hughes has played really well, right? I don't know, with Brendan Smith, he'll be with Brendan Smith 
uh, tonight. Luke has done a real nice job uh, as far as two rookies are concerned along the blue line. But as far as being aggressive, uh, maybe at the trade deadline, I, I, I think obviously Fitzgerald, Tom Fitzgerald probably will be. I mean, this is a team, let's face it, that they expected to uh, certainly make the playoffs this year and, and then challenge for, for a Stanley cup with the caliber of talent, uh, the, the floors that they have. And, uh, but again, you know, it all comes down to goaltending. So will Tom Fitzgerald be seeking that defensive defenseman, that big guy that they need? They don't grow on trees. They're tough to find. And who knows what he might have to, to give up to get one. I think maybe uh, they, he'll also be looking in goal too. Uh, obviously Vitek Banachek, um, at this point last season, Alan, he, he he was one of their MVPs. He's one of the Devils' MVPs, and this year it just hasn't been so much. And Akira Schmidt has struggled. Uh, obviously, he played really well against the Rangers in that first-round series victory last year. But uh, uh, this year, not so much. It's been a struggle for both goalies. So maybe, just maybe, uh, Fitzgerald will be looking in the goaltending department as well. Yeah, it's. Uh, I find the 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 roster is so talented that the future yeah. is, is brilliant, uh, you know, Two young defensemen, Luke Hughes and Simon Nemich, to me are are you know we're and I I don't I'm not sure that they're um, well I know one's twenty and one's nineteen but my God they're like we're watching the future on display here and they do make mistakes but they're already you know when they play they play uh, and the future is bright there it's just a matter of the the short term I guess absolutely you know. Uh, looking at it from the from the off season coming into the season, Simon Nemich was a player I thought, you know, could get a, f- a, a few looks, but obviously with the Hamilton injury, it was sooner than later. And I thought it's one thing I found interesting, and I I did sit down after practice today and talk with Shimon uh, for quite some time. And you know, uh, Kevin Deneen, the coach of Utica, uh, the American Hockey League, had Shimon playing penalty kill all of last season. And the reason why they had him on the penalty kill was they wanted him to develop and learn what it takes to defend in this league, to defend hard, to know that, uh, you know, you're going to be pressured and what you need to do in certain situations to defend. I thought it was brilliant that they did that. So that was one of the things that Shimon talked about with me today uh, after practice, uh, after the skate was, you know, it really benefited him, helped him in learning how to defend well and how to defend in this league. And, hey, he's, he's on the power play now uh, with the Devils. He's playing penalty kill. He's, he's playing in basically all situations over 20 minutes a night for a 19-year-old kid. So um, he's getting the job done. And real quick on Luke Hughes, it just, you know, he's having a, a really fantastic season. I think we all expected uh, this to be the year that, uh, you know, Luke was going to excel and, and, and learn the ropes. And, yeah, he's made a few mistakes here and there, but you can see he's a big player out there. And he has he has that leadership type ability about him when you watch him play on it's it's you know when he feels as though he should have gotten a pass or um, maybe when he makes the wrong play he slams his stick and um, he always wants to do better. Um, not many times he makes mistakes, but when he does, he doesn't like it and he wants to get back out there and get it get it right. But he's leading the he's leading the Devils in goals uh, this year. Big part of the power play. So another fantastic young player that the Devils have in their arsenal, and he's only going to get better as the years go on here. Mike Morreale, thank you so much. Appreciate your time.